Welcome back, listeners. It's your girl, Mara Watkins, and you are listening to the Handle Your Scandal podcast. I'm actually really proud of myself because between you all and I, this episode was not about to be recorded. (laughs) Um, I know last week I came back and I was like, you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm consistent on here and literally this episode almost didn't happen. It's kind of funny because I recorded next week's episode already um, but next week's episode I had a guest so I just recorded that on Friday even. I was like let me be ahead of the game. I'm gonna record and make sure it's edited so that everything's all good in the neighborhood and then I realized I didn't record my next solo episode which is this week and um yeah I kept trying to plan that out but it just wasn't working out (laughs) it just it just it just almost didn't happen so I'm gonna just go ahead and say good job me for getting this episode recorded because it almost didn't happen Um, And I'm probably not going to edit this one as much as I usually edit just because I just need to get it up, okay? Sometimes if consistency is your goal, um, how do I say? I don't want to say like you should just be putting out bad stuff, but sometimes you have to just put out stuff that's like maybe less polished if you want to stay consistent. Like everything can't be top-notch perfect all the time um especially if you're a procrastinator like me which I should have grown out of already I mean in school now I'm not really a procrastinator because law school is a different beast but in my personal life I still be procrastinating sometimes so I need to work on that but hopefully you're all having a good start to your week hopefully you had a great weekend let me tell you about my weekend So if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, um, at Musings of Mara on both, but if you follow me on either of those, then you know that your girl is obsessed with pumpkin spice. I know some people hate it. Um, We can't all have taste. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But I love it, okay? And... Call me basic, call me what you want to call me, but I'm going to be eating my pumpkin spice with my pumpkin candle and just having a great old time during this time of the year. I know it's technically still summer, but y'all, Trader Joe's already got their pumpkin stuff out. So this past weekend, your girl was at Trader Joe's. I came in with my list for my actual groceries and then I came in. And I was like, I'm only going to get five pumpkin things. I just, that's all. That's it. Five. And I actually only got six, which is still more than five. But 
I talked myself out of a lot of things that I wanted to put in that cart. So I'm proud of me. But the point is, is that this weekend, I went to Trader Joe's. I got a bunch of pumpkin spice slash pumpkin stuff. Um, I know I got some pumpkin butter because that's always my go-to. Um, I even buy extra so that I still have some when the season is over. Although they might still have it. I feel like I saw it outside of pumpkin season, fall season, whatever, there before. But I just always get extra towards the end. So I have it to last for a while because I just love it. What else? I got some pumpkin waffle slash pancake mix. Mm, I got some pumpkin hold the cones, which are like these little mini cones that Trader Joe's has. Um, I already had one. It was the bomb. <laughs> Actually, they package it hella weird and I opened it in the dark in my garage and like half of them fell out on the floor. <laughs> half of them fell out on the floor because I thought they were going to be like individually wrapped in like, you know, like ice cream. No, it was in this one plastic container that was hella flimsy, open, half the damn ice cream hold or whatever the hold the cones fell on the floor. I was sad as hell. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, dang, because then I had it. I had never had it before. I tried it and it was so good. I was like, damn, I really lost half of them because they don't fell out on the floor in the garage. Oops. <laughs> Anyways, I got some pumpkin stuff at Trader Joe's on Saturday. So your girl was happy. And then yesterday, I tuned into the verses with Miss Gladys Knight and Miss Patty LaBelle, y'all. And I was cleaning. Well, when it first started, there was just a lot going on. Um, my dog, Jewel, she has seizures. She's had them for, like, a long time. I'm used to them. Um, but, like, she has them if she doesn't get her medicine. And sometimes she doesn't feel well. So then she doesn't get her medicine. And when she doesn't get her medicine, then she has the seizures. And then when she has the seizures, she pees all over herself and the floor. So then I have to give her a bath. It's just a mess. But the point is, that's what happened when it first started. I had a meeting, and then right after the meeting, that happened. So then I had to give her a bath, and then I had something else to do after that. By the time I got into the verses, it wasn't that much longer left. But I was listening to the verses and their commentary. They're just both so legendary. And I was cleaning, and I was like, wow, I high-key feel like an auntie or a grandma now like is this what is coming to my life but I was at so much peace and I was so happy just cleaning my room with the the oldies but goodies playing in the background and listening to their stories and um you know they were uplifting other young artists and Miss Patty LaBelle told uh Brandy and Monica they needed to squash it immediately and I just thought that was funny because on Twitter somebody was like didn't Patty just tell, or did Patty just ask Brandy and Monica to put aside their beef? And somebody was like, no, she told them. And it was like, yeah, there's a difference. Okay, don't let her, don't let her have to tell you again. If you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so that was really fun. So I had a really good weekend. Um, my Monday has been a little chaotic, not gonna lie. Um, I've been doing a lot today. I had to shoot some content for my Instagram. And then I also had a kind of a campaign, a campaign post, partner post. 
whatever have you that I have to post by this week. So I had to take pictures for that. Taking a bunch of pictures at once is super clutch because you don't have to worry about it in the days moving forward and you don't have to take a picture every day. But it's kind of rough because you just be changing outfits, changing your hair, changing your makeup and you're like, oh my goodness, like, and it's still hot out here in Vegas. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's hot as hell, low key, high key, whatever. But it got done. Um, I might take some more on Wednesday, but for now we're good. Um, yeah, so today's been kind of crazy, but now I'm recording and hopefully I will get this up very, very, very soon. Um, but I did tell you all last week that this week's episode is going to be on dealing with being overwhelmed, which is a running theme in my life currently with all the different, um, cookie jars I got my hands in or Whatever the expression is, I might have just made that up. I don't know. I feel like I've heard it before. But I got my hands in a lot of different cookie jars, so I'm always feeling a little bit overwhelmed. So I just want to share some tips and tricks for that because I'm very, very, very familiar with the subject. And I feel like these tips always help me. And I always refer back to them. If I do feel overwhelmed, I'm like, okay, here's what I can do. So hopefully these are helpful to you. Um, I mainly wanted to make this episode because that was a big part of why I took the hiatus. I mentioned it last episode. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go listen to it and then come back to this one, okay? Because we trying to get that story type flow going. So if you don't listen to episodes before, you're not really going to understand what I'm talking about now. I mean, you will, but you know, just go ahead and go listen to it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's what I'm going to talk about today is dealing with overwhelm. I'm not going to get too, too into it, but just enough for you to know how I deal with it. So let's start. First and foremost, if you feel entirely overwhelmed, I'm somebody who definitely cries if I feel overwhelmed and my emotions are all over the place. I don't personally see anything wrong with crying, whether you're a she, he, they, Z, whatever you identify as, it's okay to cry, okay? Because I feel like Crying is a necessity for me sometimes. If I feel super, super, super overwhelmed, I'ma just boohoo it out. And that's a good way for me to release a lot of feelings at once is just crying. I mean, I'm not saying to like cry for an hour or what have you all day. (laughs) But for me, a solid like five minute, 10 minute time to cry and just feel how I feel is always a good place for me to start if it's necessary. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed and I don't need to cry. I just need to stop being overwhelmed and get it over with. So it's really up to you if that's a good first step. (laughs) But don't feel ashamed of being overwhelmed and crying. Um, I know a lot of people who don't like to cry, whether it's in front of other people or even to themselves. They think it makes them weak, but... 
I don't agree with that. I think it's very important to cry if you need to cry. Like, don't hold your emotions all up inside yourself. That doesn't serve you. That doesn't serve anyone, but especially you. Like, you, first and foremost, number one player in your life. Um, Yeah, so if you need to cry, let it out. Just let it out. It is okay to cry. Um, If you feel guilt about it, just say no. Mara told me it's okay to cry. And she's right, because it is okay to cry. When you're a baby, that's all you know how to do. It's natural. So just let it out if you need to. Give yourself a good old cry. So after you're done crying, we want to move on to either, well, if you do cry at step one, you want to move on to step two. If you don't need to cry, which a lot of times I don't need to, you want to start at step one which is get it all out, like, just get it all out. And that might sound like crying, but that's not what I mean. I mean, you need to just get everything that you need to do out onto somewhere that you can visualize it and see it. So for me, that looks like, um, actually this past weekend, I was really overwhelmed with school. Um, I blinked and we're already in week four and I was just freaking out. So I literally went through all of my um, different paperwork and syllabus and syllabi, syllabus, whatever, you get what I mean. (laughs) Um, I went through those and I just made a running list of dates of where everything needed to be due for school. Then I made a bunch of dates for... um, gaming law journal and clinic and then I made a bunch of dates for my blog and my Instagram and my podcast and I just made all the dates wrote them all out got them all out of my head put them in chronological order and it might sound like that would make your anxiety or make you more overwhelmed but it does the opposite for me like seeing everything that I need to do in chronological order It makes me feel better because I know that it's not all due right now. Like, it feels very overwhelming in this moment. But it's not like everything that I have to do is due at 11.59 on the same day right now today, which, Lord help us off if that ever happens (laughs) to me. But no, you know that you have time to do all the things. Like, there's time. It's just all about managing your time and I feel like the first step of doing that is just getting everything out onto a paper um personally I prefer paper just because I like to write things out and be like okay this 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 and this and then if you want to type it up in chronological order that works too but I like to get it all out on paper and then once you do that you can break it up into weeks and months and you realize that it's actually not that much that you thought it was in the moment that you were being overwhelmed you realize okay I have a response paper due this week and a couple discussion posts and I need to take some pictures for Instagram I mean if you're a content creator obviously if you're not a content creator that's not relevant to you but you know what I mean you see that this week you only have maybe five things to do or so as opposed to 25, 30 things to do. I mean, maybe more, maybe less. But I feel like for me, that really helps me realize that like, I'm just kind of blowing things out of proportion and that I've 
realistically only have a few things to do at a time. And that makes me feel better. So that's step one, if you don't cry. Two, if you do decide to cry. I'm not judging you either way, but that's kind of where you start. The next step is to, well, I kind of said it already. Once you have everything all out, you need to um, break it down into smaller pieces so that it's easier to digest. So yes, Um, just to repeat, you need to realize, okay, this week I have X, next week I have Y, the week after I have Z, and that just makes you feel better. Like, you break it down into smaller pieces, however much smaller it needs to be. If you need to take it day by day even, take it day by day. You know, once you have that bird's eye view of everything, it's easier to break it down into smaller pieces and, you know, put it in a way that it's easier for you to deal with. Um, We're all different people, so that looks different for everyone. For me, I'm a by the week type of girl um just because daily in my day-to-day my my days change so much like I can have a plan to do x y and z on one day and then it might not be able to happen that day and as long as I'm in the due date it all works out like I'm like oh I gotta move this over to this day I gotta move this over. so I do it by week but some people are very much like a day by day like by the end of today I need to accomplish these three things Me, I try to have one big major thing that needs to be done by the end of the day that takes priority. It's usually the thing I want to put off the most so I can get it over with. Um, I got this concept from the book Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. I highly recommend this book to anybody that, you know, if you're into the whole personal development or productivity genre of books, then I I can't recommend this book enough, but basically the introduction starts with Brian Tracy talking about um, something that Mark Twain once said, and he basically says, if the first thing you have to do at the beginning of the day is eat a live frog, then you can probably get through the rest of the day knowing that you will not have to do anything worse than that. And then Brian Tracy kind of applies this to our goals and our to-do list. And basically your frog is the thing you dread the most to do and you'll probably procrastinate. So if you do that thing first things first in the morning or whenever you start your day, then you will have a better day because you won't have to, you know, you all know sometimes you have this thing that you need to do and you're really dreading doing it and you're like, okay, I'll do it at 6 p.m. or I'll do it at 8 p.m. and it's like by the time you get through your whole day you're like (laughs) no I am not doing that I'm too tired to do that um this is happening with me and working out it kind of still does depending on the vibe that I'm in but you know what I mean like if you're dreading something and you put it off you just won't do it So it's better to just do it at the beginning of the day. That's what I had to do today with um, taking all these pictures because I kind of dread it sometimes because it's a lot of work Um, and whatever. People can make fun of me for saying that, but taking a lot of pictures is a lot of work, you know, even by, especially by yourself. It's like I'm paying somebody to take my pictures for me. I got to figure it out all on my own. But the point is, 
do whatever it is that you hate doing or whatever you're dreading doing first things first in the morning if you can help it because then you got it out the way and you can do the more fun stuff later on in the day you know what I'm saying so that's what I would say for that is to just break it down how do I even get here (laughs) um oh I remember yeah break it down into smaller parts and then if you're a day-by-day person do whatever it is you don't want to do at the beginning of the day so you can get it out of the way and for me that's kind of similar if I have like a week of things I need to do I try to do the things I hate or don't want to do the most on Monday Tuesday or Wednesday hopefully it's all done by then so I can enjoy my Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday you know what I'm saying um but yeah so that's a tip for that um I think that was tip two right yeah for overwhelm So let's just recap a little bit since I kind of lost my way on what I was talking about. Hopefully y'all are following along easier than I'm recording along, but let's recap. So if you're a crier or you feel like you need to cry, first things first, if you're dealing with overwhelm, you just want to cry. Let it out. Let it out. Let it all out. Cry, cry, cry if you need to. What did Drake say in that one song? He's like, cry if you need to. Oh, y'all didn't know I had vocals. Okay, album coming soon. Just kidding. Don't make fun of me. I know that was not the best. (laughs) Okay, I'm just kidding. But seriously, cry if you need to. Okay? Cry if you need to. Let it out. The next step is to basically brain dump. Get it all out. Get everything out that you need to do on paper. Check all your deadlines. Check all your calendar, your Google calendar, your syllabus, syllabi, whatever. Um, Check all of it and get everything that you need to do out on a piece of paper and then organize it in chronological order so that you know exactly when everything is due and that it's not all due right now at this moment. And then the next step is to break it down into smaller pieces and write it all down depending on how you plan out your life, whether that's by the month, by the week, by the day. I recommend all three if that's what you're into. Personally, I'm not a day-to-day person, like I said, but just plan it all out so that you can see it and be like, okay, this week I only need to do X, Y, and Z. Then the fourth slash third, I guess, depending on if you cry or not. But the fourth and final step is to just do it. No Nike. Nike, please don't sue me. I don't got nothing for you to take. But really, you just have to act, okay? I know I'm guilty of this when I'm feeling super overwhelmed. I just kind of do nothing. Like, I will literally think about everything I need to do scroll on Instagram for like 30 minutes and then just lay in my bed and do nothing because there's just so much to do. How can I do something? There's just too much to do, right? So once you have everything written down and planned out, um, depending on the day, see what it is that you can maybe start on today. And if not today, write down what you need to do tomorrow. What is the main thing that you need to do that will take a very big weight off of your shoulders? Whether it's starting a paper or some work assignment that you are not looking forward to or 
I don't know. I talk a lot about school and work, but that's just because that's all I really do and content creation. So those are the main things I talk about. But you know what you need to do in your life. Whatever it is that you're dreading, write that down for your to-do list first thing after your morning routine and just act. Just do. Don't get paralyzed in the feeling of overwhelm. I'm so guilty of that. And honestly, it just makes it worse because then you'll be laying in bed for like three hours on Instagram or Netflix and, you know, not saying that you shouldn't do the things that you enjoy if you're stressed out, obviously, but like there's a time and a place. Well, I guess the place would be at home at this point, but there's a time for recreational activities and there's a time to do what you need to do. And I know if I have a lot to do and I spend three hours on Twitter, just retweeting and tweeting And then those three hours pass and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have easily done something that would make me feel less overwhelmed than just scrolling social media and realizing I still have all these things to do. That's a personal thing. Like, you know, you know yourself better than I know you. So if you need an hour, two or three on Netflix or Twitter or whatever fun, um, thing you do that doesn't require much thought on your part or at least like work then do that if it's gonna make you be more productive after but like for me it's like if I spend all this time aimlessly scrolling then I don't feel good about myself afterwards and I still have all this stuff I need to do and I'm not excited about it so that's the main point of that is to just So that's the main point of that is to just make sure that you actually act and you don't become super overwhelmed and don't do anything because then you're just going to be more overwhelmed and it's like an overwhelmed avalanche or an overwhelmed snowball that just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling until it's like super huge. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for anybody. So just make sure that you are doing something that is productive when you need to be productive and just a small disclaimer because I don't want people to think I'm saying people need to be productive all the time but I do know a lot of my core audience is of the demographic that always has things to do and unfortunately um, COVID has not changed that because of anybody. I'm definitely somebody who wishes that we could just pause a little bit for this year and not have to keep moving as if everything is normal. But unfortunately, in our society, that's not the case. So a lot of you probably do still have things that you need to do. Um, But I just want to clarify on what you need to do and what you feel like you should do. Please don't confuse the two. You should not... Look, I'm already shooting. Don't feel pressured to add a bunch of shoulds to your life at this moment in time. Or any moment in time, actually. I don't really think that shoulds are productive or helpful in our lives. You, you know, like... If I say, oh, I should do blah, it's like, okay, by whose standard that you should do that? 
is it necessary or is it like this outside external pressure on you that's making you feel like you should do something or do you actually need to do it because if you need to do it then you say oh I need to do blah say blah or before the day is over I need to do this or before the week is over I need to do that but I don't want you to think that I'm telling you to make yourself as productive as possible if you have time where you could just not do anything Don't do anything. I am very good for accomplishing what I need to do for the day or for the few days or for the week and being like, all right, I ain't doing nothing for the rest of the day. Um, Y'all be easy. (laughs) That's just how I am. So I just had to say that because I don't want people to think I'm trying to make you all be super productive people if you don't need to be. But if you're like me, I'm in school And I have other things that I do, but mainly I'm in school. And with school or with certain jobs, there are deadlines. And sometimes there's a lot of deadlines and you get overwhelmed. So this is just some tips for dealing with that. It's not to make you feel like you're not doing enough. Um, Especially if you're listening to this when it originally comes out in the middle of a pandemic. Do what you need to do to stay alive and keep your job if you need your job because that's what you need to do um I don't know what to say besides that like if you need to do something to keep your job at this time and you want to keep it you know some people don't um my guest next week she quit her job at the start of the pandemic she took it as a sign so some people that's what it is if that's not you and you need your job You know, you have deadlines, you have things you need to do, Um, or you're in school, there's deadlines, there's things you need to do, and I just wanted to make this episode to help you with, you know, dealing with those things when you feel like there's too much and you feel overwhelmed. Um, So, another recap, because you know I love a good recap, you want to cry slash feel your feelings, um... Do a brain dump or write everything down. Get everything out that you need to do. Organize it in chronological order. Break it up into smaller pieces and plan that out for different times. And then just do it. Act. Do what you need to do. Make it happen. Okay? So those are my tips for dealing with overwhelm. I hope those were helpful to you all. Um, If you want more tips you can follow me on my instagram at musings of mara that will be in the show notes um you also can follow the podcast at the podcast page which is at handle your scandal pod you want to make sure you follow both of those accounts if you don't already and if you found this episode super helpful share it with a friend you know put them on game to the podcast handle your scandal let them know what's up And also, if you really enjoyed my podcast, please leave a review. Um, A rating is great. Um, I appreciate everyone that's left me a five-star rating. But also, reviews are really helpful, especially with helping new people discover the podcast. So if you do love the podcast, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I will greatly appreciate it. And yeah. Thank you in advance. (laughs) Uh, What else? 
Uh, that's all I really got, and I'm not trying to make this any longer than it has to be because it's Monday already and I need to get this up. So I'm going to just wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. I can't wait for next week's episode. Well, I can't wait for you all to hear it because I had a lot of fun recording it. Um, I have a special guest coming on. So yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week and make sure to handle your scandal. Bye!